The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Any show with Anton in for Pat. Last week's budget brought mixed fortunes for motorists. The news that petrol and diesel prices are going up was eased by the fact they could have gone up much more. Incentives to switch to electric vehicles have been extended, while €20 million Euro in funding has been dedicated to road, road safety projects. Elsewhere, data from the Dundeal Price Index shows that demand is still strong for cars, and particularly across the water, because we're seeing Ford's biggest plant struggle to make uh, that demand, given that more than 8,000 workers have gone on strike. Well, bringing us up to the latest, uh, up to speed with the latest on all of that is motoring journalist uh, Ger Herbert. And before we get into all of that, Ger, what we should do is talk a little bit about that news being uh, making the front of the Irish Times today, that Garda enforcement is gone down precipitously at the exact time when it is particularly needed because we've seen such an mm. increase in road deaths. Yeah, I was quite surprised to see that the stats in terms of the breathalyzer, the roadside um, breath tests, particularly as well, because anecdotally we know that drug uh, use has become far more common. So it's hard not to see how that isn't feeding into the, the you know, the road statistics at the moment. And the unfortunate thing as well is we just know enforcement is the key. If you look at the average speed cameras in Tipperary and the Port Tunnel, 99% of people comply with the speed limit. It's a terrible fact of, of life that we don't just do it anyway. But unless there's a real risk of getting caught, we just don't comply with the law. And the drops, the, the numbers are, are stark. Some 88,000 drink driving breath tests were carried out checkpoints to the end of the July. So that uh, end of July, that's on course to reach about 150k mm. for the year. That compares to so the 150,000 compares with 314,000 in 2018. Yeah, shocking, yeah. And you can argue that the pandemic had an impact on it, but the pandemic is is now gone some time. And you yeah, yeah. And we, we've recovered in all other areas. So why we haven't recovered there seems startling. Yeah. Well, if you want to get in touch, 53106 at a cost of 30 cent, or you can get us 087-1400-106 on WhatsApp. The budget then, Ger, let's start off with EVs, because there was BIK incentives in respect of EVs, there was grants, you needed a slide rule to figure it all out. What did the budget provide? What it provided more than anything is certainty. Now, the VRT relief is €5,000 on a €40,000 car. It then tapers up to fifty, so nothing over 50000 gets any sort of VRT relief. But that was due to run out at the end of the year. That has been extended till 2025. Now, those two years are key for people selling cars, for people buying cars, so definitely a lot of certainty. The same with the benefit in kind. It has been retained as it is this year all through 2024. It then begins to taper back. But again, at least you're giving companies and you're giving people time to make those adjustments to know that it's not going to start tapering till 2025. So it stays the same. So it was really just certainty was what they brought to the EV market. And can you explain what those BIK reliefs currently are? How they okay, work? so they're up to, it's basically up to 35,000, but there was another 10,000 thrown in this year because do you remember they changed it to a CO2 emission and all sorts of people started handing back their cars because it was costing them an awful lot more. So the government brought in what they were calling was a temporary um, €10,000 grant um, or relief. And now that has been extended. So that with the 35,000 means you can buy a car and you're not, the threshold is 45,000 for an EV. And that's all through next year as well. And that drops to 35,000 in 2025. So again, it's all about certainty, really. There was nothing new introduced. Now, in terms of... Now, Sergio, can I just check so that I have my head wrapped around that? That means that if I look and say, okay, I want to buy a car at €45,000 and if I happen to run my own company or if I'm a a director or influential in the company, I can say rather than me spending forty five dollars out of my post-tax income, so effectively having to earn ninety dollars to pay for that, 
the company can buy it for me and I get it at half and price. And you get 0% threshold on for BIK up to that amount. It's a huge incentive. Yeah, absolutely. But you see, the fleet is where we want to change. The taxis and fleets are key to, to all of this because they spend most times on the road and you get far more bang for your buck in terms of converting them to EVs than we do your average passenger car. So that's why they're the kind of supports that need to be in place. Now, just one thing as well, though, to remember that there was funding for of £102 million allocated to grants and infrastructure. This is the money that goes to the SEAI in terms of grants. We still, they still could balance the books and discover, do you know what? We don't have the money to extend the grants and they could still cut grants next year. So it's just the VRT and the BIK that there's certainty at the moment. Am I wrong in thinking that the BIK, while it is, while it is useful and equitable for those who are in the fleet area like taxis, rental cars, all the rest of it. For the average punter, it is quite an unfair um, support because the likelihood is that those who have companies and can use companies that way are at the very much the richer end of the spectrum and therefore get a BIK break that norm, normal quotes PAOE owners can't get. Yeah, there'd be certainly a lot of people who'd be outside of that um, of that system, definitely. So, yeah, it's not one of these for everybody systems, definitely not our reliefs. What then about the uh, fuel and excise and all of that? Because we have carbon tax going up, but at the same time, we, we are meant to be delighted that excise duty didn't go up on top of that. Yes. Yeah, so if you remember last March, they cut excise and then they said they would restore it in three um, three stages. So the last stage to, re- to restore that was supposed to be October the 31st. And that would have put eight cent on a litre of petrol and six cent on a litre of diesel. They have delayed that and they're now going to in- um, reintroduce that, but in two separate instalments, one in April and one in August. So that was good news. But... Carbon tax was was in any way was due to come in at midnight um, on the night of the budget, and that puts about on a sixty litre tank about one twenty eight um, on a tank of petrol and about one forty eight on a tank of diesel. So not as bad as the excise could have been, but remember we would have got the excise and the carbon tax. This is one of those where I am always slightly surprised, though, that people who own cars don't take to the streets in protest. The notion that we spend most of the money for a tanker, you get a gallon of petrol, the vast majority Half of that of goes yeah. straight to the yeah. government. And yet it is continuing to go up. Yeah, and the worry is at the moment because oil prices are very volatile, as you know, and they had kind of dipped. But the trend has been since May that they're going up. The Saudis and the Russians are restricting their supply. As long as supply has been restricted and demand is greater, we could be heading towards, you know, the two litre um, the two euro litre, which, you know, is why we caught this in the first place. So, yeah. yeah and we, we briefly crossed that. I think we were peaking at 210, 215, but it came down relatively rapidly mm. given the expectation that it mightn't. And we're now in the, the what, the 180-ish kind of range. Varies considerably around the country, but definitely kind of the 184, 185, I think is what most people are looking at. What about insurance costs? This was an interesting one and kind of went unnoticed, right? There's a 1% reduction in the Motor Insurance Insolvency Compensation Fund. Now, basically what this is, it's char- It's a fund that covers the cost of claims um, in the state where an insurer goes into liquidation. So many, many moons ago in 94 to 92, it was first introduced for PMPA, it was reintroduced in January 2012 for um, the Quinn um, collapse. So it was 2%, it's down to 1% now. So that's on all non-life insurance products. So everybody should notice quite a difference there. I mean, it's only 1%, but it's still, you know, it all adds up when it comes to insurance. So um, that has come in. So that was definitely something that will make a difference to a lot of people. And how long did the, the PMPA one lasted for 20 or 30 years, didn't it? It was there. It was like income tax. It came it in as a temporary tax really estate forever. Time, yeah. And then I don't think people realise the, uh, the, the Quinn one has been there since 2012, which is what now at this stage? Like 13... Sorry, 12 years, 11 years. Although, of course, Sean Quinn will maintain none of that is his fault. 
The Dundee Car Price Index then, we're seeing price inflation up by 3.3% in quarter three alone. Yeah, so used price, the used car price are still going up. What's interesting though is um, the price of used EVs is falling. Now that's probably down to two things. There's more of them. They're saying they have three times the amount now for sale than they did this time last year. Still small figures, but still three times is three times. But also the Chinese entrants into the market are bringing the average price of new EVs down. And of course, Tesla slashed their prices at the beginning of the year. So all of this is having an impact now on used prices. Stupid question. I saw one of those uh, BYDs, the Build Your Dreams, the Chinese EVs recently. Where do you get one? Is it there's dealers or is it online? two dealers in Dublin and there's one in Cork and there's plans to do more. Yeah, no, they're being sold and it's MDL distributors who do uh, Mercedes. It's through their dealerships. Now, obviously, all not all of their dealerships have taken them, but three of them is. And as I said, there's more to be added. Because they're going to be an interesting international player given the scale that they have in China and the capacity to leverage it if they and want. And the other thing I told you as well, they have a cobalt-free battery. So all of these people who have concerns about cobalt and the issues around it, there's a cobalt-free battery. That is the way forward. Before we wrap up, uh, the UAW, the United Auto Workers Union, which is up there with the Teamsters in terms of influence across the water in the US, um, still on strike. Are we any closer to that resolving? No, none whatsoever. And it's been going on now since the middle of September. They And what they're doing is it's a targeted strike. So it's only certain um, certain plans. So they always have the capacity to escalate it. And that's what they've done again. So they have about 34,000 workers out at the moment. They have, they represent 400,000. So there's many, many more out there. And they have quite a lot of money. So they are paying these workers who are on strike. So this could go on for a very long time. Some of what they are saying, you can see their point that they are pointing to pay disparity and they're saying back in 2008 when the federal government put its hand in its pocket very deeply to bail out auto um, uh, companies, many of whom arrived on private jets to Congress, which went down like a complete lead balloon. Since then, pay for chief executives up at 20, 30 million. Yeah. Meanwhile, the frontline workers, a lot of them haven't had a raise since 08. Not only that, a lot of the retirees lost their benefits as well. So they're fighting for them. And there's huge discrepancies as well between casual workers and full-time workers in terms of pay. So they have like they have definitely a very good argument. But, you know, as far as Ford have been the best in terms of the, the offer they've made them. And I think they've said they're not going any further. But we'll see what happens. They're making them redundant as well in other plants. So it's all becoming one big mess. Ger, thank you as ever. That is Geraldine Herbert, uh, motoring journalist. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. If you want to get in touch, or you can get us 87 1400 on WhatsApp. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.